Hi. This episode is so fucking stupid. It was just so dumb. I made a joke, and my guest Kate got upset. And, uh, yeah. You'll see what happened. Uh, didn't mean to offend her, though. She's a nice person. Uh, about, see what see what happens, man. Watch yourself. And um, this is Cash Back by Big Useless Brain. And it's about you in a way. It is about me. Yeah. How so? Well, uh, it, it was written for me by an ex-boyfriend, uh -huh. and uh, no, he played it for me acoustically while we were camping. It was like just me, him, and my dog. And so then... you guys would make the dog watch while you got it on? You no, freak! No, no, just while he played guitar. Oh, whatever. You know that dog was involved. When you go camping, you know what happens when you go camping. Alright, well, we're gonna hear that. That's gonna be your outro song, too, so we'll play that back. There's a real Green Day breakdown in it that I'm pretty ashamed to be a part of. Oh, my goodness. Starting off the podcast with bestiality. No. Oh, these things fell off. Where are they? Where are they? Here we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Rudinomics Podcast. And um, we want to, what's going to do? The intro, Rudinomics Podcast, yes. And uh, this episode is brought to you by the Anchor app, just like every other episode. Um, also, it is brought to you by Hempies. Hempies is my Hemp Emporium Smoke Shop sponsors. Do you need any hemp-related equipment anytime? Usually, yes. Yes? Well, if you go there, you can use my, you can use that, and then you can also use the podcast as a, uh, uh, the promo code is like Rudinomics podcast and whatnot, or co Ruby Comics. Let them know that you hired her for me and they'll give you a discount from me here in Arlington. Um, and they have some pretty cool stuff and they throw parties and whatnot, so. If they ever do like a comic thingy, I'll probably invite you to come to a show with me. I would love that. I love new venues. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so my comic today is, do you want to go by your comedy name? Or your comedy first? name on me, please. Is, uh... Kate, meat beater. Nope. Egg beater. No. Hi everyone, I'm Kate. Great house. Great house. <laughs> oh, you can't. You can't get mad at me for that. I just call you Kate G. When sometimes, like, if I'm if if you're on my list for like yeah. hosting, I'd be like, yes, Katie G. Man, come on, Katie G. You're the one who just started Katie G. Okay, cause that that one's popping up. That's popping up a lot. Oh, is it? Yeah. I like it. It's, it's, no, it's like, cool. I, just I like, say, I feel like Sasha Baron Cohen. And then I was just like, Great House? Why? Like, That's an old family name. It's an old, like, it's actually... What's so great about this stupid house? I don't like, know. No, it's, 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 it's a group of people in Mesquite. So <coughs> nothing great about it. But uh, yeah, no, the Mesquite Great Houses. Oh, so that, okay, so... That's like an old family name. I didn't just But like, like it's not a... It, whose family is it? It's not your family. Yeah, like my, like, yeah, my, my, the maternal side of my family. It's a old, old last name that comes from there. Oh, okay. So it's like your mother's maiden name is. Ah, uh, I think it was my grandmother's maiden name. Okay, so you just pulled that out of your ass and just changed your name. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, kind of like I did, cause my 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 stage name is Rudy Ramsey. Yeah. That's not my real name. Yeah. Um, it was Rudy Ramirez. I would I would yeah. my first name I always changed it, but my last name was Ramirez. But then it just like got too, it was like too many vowels for people to pronounce enunciate. Yeah. 
on you know, when they're hosting. So I was like, just fucking Ramsey, man. Just keep it simple. Well, my legal name is basic ass with Ramirez. Yeah. So Oh, guys, that's that's my producer, Little Lana, who's been disappearing every so often, but she actually wants to sit in on this one. So you'll hear her voice from a distance. Hi, Lana. Hi. Hello. She said hi to you. Don't be rude. Oh. Uh, she, she's very difficult. She wants to. She doesn't want to be part of the show, but she wants to comment. Comment. <laughs> you, you can't. You can't not be part of the show, but comment. It's not gonna work that way. But you know, I think you're gonna it's just, just like, you just, like it's crap just, buttery. just like a lady. She wants to have everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> like a lady. All right. Well, so I got you to wear the head thing. Well, you just put it on. I'm not gonna argue. Plus, it's fun. It's Christmas, and look at all this Christmas, Christmas shit. And when people look back there and be like, "Oh, that was Christmas time," and look how stupid he looked. <laughs> nice job, though. Really, really nice job. She did a great yeah. job setting this up quick in like what ten minutes. Oh my god. She's not mad at me. You're supposed to wake me up at nine. I was like, I got up when my alarm went off. You stayed in bed. I had the exact same conversation. <laughs> She's this not morning. a funny person. There's food over there, by the way, for if you want some chorizo and egg and some potato stuff. Okay, she thank doesn't you. eat breakfast. She waits till like 9 p.m. to finally eat. I eat this and then she asked me to take her to the store. Let's go to the store! I was like, I don't want to go anywhere. I want to rest. I used to wait until I ate for the day until I hit my step goal. And that ended up just being really unhealthy. Like, way to be. Oh, I need to... No, no, no. Don't connect. Don't connect. Don't connect. Stop connecting. Stop connecting. I need to turn off the volume. Good. Good. Couldn't connect. Put my phone outside it. Um... <clears throat> So what's up? How you been? Oh, I've been good. I've been good. I did more uh, performances this week than I have done at any other point in my life, so I'm a little bit, like, fried. Mm-hmm. You, and like, I, from open mics? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I did, like, nine this week. Which That's I mean, good. Well, yeah, it's, it's good. It's, but, it, like, for me, it was just, like, I'm used to doing three or four, and then so I did nine. But it's, like, a whole new world when you do nine. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. You, like, start getting into, like, your, your jokes just start flowing way easier. And, and exactly. And I, I started this thing a few, a few months back, um, not on purpose. It was just kind of what happened where I, I, went, I moved away from the overwriting that I had been doing into this very, like, expulsatory almost, which I, mm-hmm. not a great word for it, but very expressionist, very, like, stream of consciousness thing that I've been working around at open mics. Mm-hmm. Is that a real word, expulsatory? Yes, it is. So, could I use that? Like, I have expository I, diarrhea right th- now. That's actually what it's usually used for. <laughs> <laughs> Expulsive. Yeah, I don't know. But that, that's, that's how it's spelled. It's really just, like, very, like, this uh, very emetic quality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. It's also not great, but, like, this very, like, emetic quality to what I've been doing lately and it, as opposed to overwriting and it all. And it's all been very, I think, very good. I think it's really helped me find my voice. But it ends up being so exhausting when you're doing it, like, nine times a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But see, the thing is, you're only exhausted because you're not used to it. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, so it, it's but, not the performance itself. I think it's just the, like, allowing all of that stream of consciousness, like, bile to come out is multiple times a day <laughs> is, like, probably not super healthy. So I'm, I'm getting excited to move back into the, like, writing now that I've kind of found a better voice in it. Mm-hmm. So, you, so in other words... Are you saying you're not going to be doing that many anymore? Oh, no, no, I'm going to continue doing them. I'm just also going to, you know, write and work a little bit harder on the set. Uh-huh. Meaning that I'm oh, not, okay, I'm not okay. doing this, like, raw, emotional thing every single time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it's kind of like... It's kind of like vetting to a crowd when you 
first let that emotionalness go out, and then once you let it out so many times, well, I think, you well, switch it up to something different. That's the thing is that I, I come from the writing world. I'm you know I'm a playwright and mm-hmm. uh, remounting in August, by the way. But, um, but what I'm, was that? I, we're remounting the play in August. I gotta sell tickets. Oh, okay. What does remounting mean? <laughs> oh, uh, well, we did a workshop production of the script that I wrote, mm-hmm. and it was very well received. It was very popular. Mm-hmm. And then we uh, we're now going to do it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, the script has gone through a couple of rewrites, but we're gonna go ahead and bring it up one more time, at least, and uh, perform it all again, but this time with a bigger budget and a better so, so, who wrote this script? I did. And who's in? Who tells you that you have to rewrite it? Oh, uh, well, that's the thing. Is that when I, when I, yeah, absolutely. I mean, when I did it, it was you know my first script, and it was the first time it had been seen by an audience. So I sat down with it, and I said, okay, I saw what things worked, and I saw what things didn't. Mm-hmm. And now I'm tweaking it and changing it. So the next time we do it, it should all work. Okay, well that's cool. I hope that works out for you. Yeah. You guaranteed any actors? Uh, frequently, yeah. I should have Alana do some acting for you. Oh yeah. yeah. If you ever need any like southern poor little <laughs> white girl. She'd be perfect at it. This one, this one's in Ohio, but I'll be calling her. Right? <laughs> I mean, look at her. She's got the four part down. I just need in, oh, the, that's true. in the white. <laughs> I think she'd look cute in one of those dresses where, like, you know, all the big old frails and they boost your boobies up <laughs> like that. I uh, do. You know, I have a Civil War piece coming coming along. I'll call you. That'd be awesome. <laughs> uh, Would you like to be an, uh, an actor? I don't even like going onto the stage. <laughs> okay, but or in in front of the camera. I I felt the same way up until just recently because like I said I, I was all backstage. I've been working in theater for a few years and all backstage, never never on stage. <laughs> you never know. Well, no, I had crippling crippling stage fright, and always had like I I remember once I was oh, I was working with this horrible Shakespeare company, and uh, mm-hmm. they didn't know they were horrible. But a horrible Shakespeare company, and our founder was massively pregnant at the time. Yeah. And she was like, "Can you go give the little speech to the you know audience members?" And I'm like, "Oh, four of them, huh? You know." But like, "Can you go give the speech to the audience member?" And I walked out onto the stage light, and I was just like, Mm-mm. <laughs> 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 "It's just a small speech." Yeah, I know, and it was for like four people in a tiny little theater in Richardson. My body was like, "Nope." And so eventually I decided, I was like, I can't do this, i got to get over this. And, mm-hmm. But I didn't want to keep auditioning for stuff. Because I what? have the worst audition um, story that anyone's ever heard. So I just started doing stand-up. Mm-hmm. And I finally got to where I'm not blacking out during my sets anymore. That's good, though. That's awesome. You know, that you, imagine if you, like, you were still getting that way. Like, how much more time would you give yourself to like being so nervous and not... I don't know. I loved you? it immediately, and that's it's very rare for me. Mm-hmm. So I probably I probably would have just kept doing it even if I was actually vomiting on stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh... I did a set last night for this gig, this corporate gig, and it was pretty difficult because, you know, you're doing it for a crowd that is there mm-hmm. to listen to a band, and then they were having drinks... Which is fine, you know. A lot of places allow drinks anyway, but like, to, like being able to capture their attention was a little bit of a struggle at first. Yeah. And uh, but I think like within the, after like five minutes, more people start paying attention, and, and then after that, it looked pretty good. But like, I've never been on stage and started sweating so much. <laughs> like I was sweating. So I don't know what was up going on. I was like, why am I sweating so much? Well, a few years back, they released this book. Um, the Right Way to Do Wrong, which is a series of essays by Harry Houdini. Mm-hmm. And I want every actor in comic to read. The magician. Historical magician. Yeah. Houdini. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought that guy was like super, super old. Yeah, it's a series of essays. Which, oh, okay. Yeah, he didn't write them yesterday. They're they're all from his writings. But he's dead, right? Yeah, he died in like 1900. Yeah, that's what yeah. I thought. Man, I don't know, man. There, yeah. there could have been other Houdinis. <laughs> but that's the thing. Sometimes when you write stuff down, people keep it. Mm-hmm. And uh, they published all this. And I, I, I always want to recommend the right, right way to do wrong to any comedian, any actor, anybody taking a damn Toastmasters class, just because it's all about how quickly you have to find that buy-in with an audience. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. Hmm. I'm going to have to check that book out. Everyone should. Harry Houdini. It's, mo- it's actually, it's mostly about how cool it is to be Harry Houdini, but about every 10 pages or so, there's like, it'll slip in this thing about like, and when you're dealing with an audience. <coughs> but yeah, that dance, that's informed a lot of what I do, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I'll check that out. I, I have, I have a, an Amazon, uh, the notepad or whatever they call it, that it was my son's, but he got angry one time because I forget what he was pissed off about. He was like two. He was throwing these fits, and they put these big ass cushions on it to make sure they don't break it well he muscled his way through that thing and he bit it bit it to break it yeah and it broke so now I have to I, and uh, I, I told uh, his mom that he had broken it and she's like well just keep it like um, we'll, I'll get it fixed later on and I was like okay well it still works perfectly so but I was like well I'm just gonna hook that to Amazon get their audiobooks and keep that in my car and just listen to audiobooks I have been putting it off, but I'm you nice. telling me this about this book gives me more reason to be like, no, nah, let's go ahead and do it. Cause you should really check it out. It's, it's yeah, because I just I listen to a lot of podcasts while I'm driving, but sometimes I'm like, I've listened to all of them because I do that yeah. at work too, and I'm yeah. out of podcasts here, and I can go through old back episodes, but like I want to see what else I can listen to. It's like, might as well just hear some books, right? Yeah, I, I've been I've been uh, a big pod- podcast person, but I've been doing. Uh, I did all of Game of Thrones on audiobook. And that, mm-hmm. of course, those are like 40-hour audiobooks. Is that way better than the show? Uh, I don't know. They both kind of both have their strengths. Uh, yeah. I like the earlier books, but I like that the show is finished, you know? Like they Basically, George R. R. Martin will not release the next one, apparently. The next movie or the book? The book. Why not? It's, well, because it's, he won't finish it. He just hasn't finished the damn thing. Like a true writer. You know what? You know what? Why did they finish the season if the books weren't done? it made so much more money than they expected. Yeah. And they caught up so quickly that George R. R. Martin just pulled somebody at HBO aside and said, this is how I'm going to end the thing. Uh Alright, have fun. What? It would have been so much more of like a dramatic thing if they would have been like, that's it because we have no more to talk about until he finishes the book. Yeah. And then ten years later, he does like I'm done with the book, and they're like the last season is finally out. Yeah, I mean that's what this. I mean that's like what they did to Arrested Development. How that work out? Pretty good actually. Arrested Development is awesome. What are you uh, talking about? I don't know. I don't know. The fifth season just didn't grab me. <laughs> <laughs> I like that fourth season. Like you know, mm-hmm. piecemeal narrative. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> Jeez, harsh critique right here. Oh, <laughs> like, I, no, no, like, isn't that what's his name's show? Um, Larry, Sa- Larry Sander was Larry, the writer, the comic writer. Mitch Hurwitz. No, not that one. That's but maybe that's is. who. Is he the writer? Yeah. Okay. I thought it was always the dude from Seinfeld. Sa- oh, Seinfeld. Curb your enthusiasm with Larry David. Oh, okay, Larry David. Hey, I know HBO. Okay. 
What show were we talking about? Arrested Development. My bad. Yeah, I got those two confused. My bad. It was just a throwaway joke. We're all good. <laughs> I do love Arrested Development. <laughs> um, what were we talking about? You doing that thingy with art theater. How'd you get into that? Oh, uh, well, I went on a Tinder date like four years ago. And, uh, yeah, okay, so I was living in a punk house. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, man, I got to get out of here because people kept ODing. And uh-huh. so I was like, oh, I don't know how to meet people, so I just joined Tinder. I went on one Tinder date ever, mm-hmm. and it was this guy who, like, worked in the theater. Mm-hmm. And uh, that relationship was, did, was not, like, successful, but we're still friends. And then I started getting theater jobs. So that's how you just bang your way into it. Yep. Huh. Which is nice because comedy I got in on merit. Isn't that how most actors get into acting anyway? No, like no. Most actually, female actors just bang their way into wow, fame. No, no they, they don't actually. It's a massive amount what, of people there's nothing wrong no, with no, that. No, it's actually, I, but I think it's a really harmful thing to bring up though. Because I, what I see when mm-hmm. I work in this professionally as someone mm-hmm. who gets paid and does it frequently, I see a bunch of people who have worked incredibly hard, studied sometimes up into their master's degrees, mm-hmm. come out into the world and then get told that they were banging their way in. Okay, if it's not true, it's not funny. But if it's true, yeah, it's it's, it's just funny. not. But there, you can't you can't deny it that there are cases like that. I don't actually even see them that often. I mean, you, well, you, of course you're not. Yeah, well, you're you not going to show it to you. Well, no, but, I mean, I'll, take, I'll say I, I may I may you, there may be one person who gets a, gets a single role off of it. But like, they're not if they're no good talent wise, they don't stick around. Is what I admire about the uh, the scene there. Uh-huh. Hmm. But like, take take like a. Take like a stripper, right? She's just doing her thing, showing off her body, right? <clears throat> Puts no effort into having a good life, going to school, making something of herself, going to college. I, I, I disagree. Degree. I think it's an incredibly physical like hold on, hold on, activity. Wait. You haven't let me <laughs> get to the point. Well, I mean, you're and talking then, about shit that's pretty offensive. So and then, uh, yeah, <laughs> and then she meets by dancing. She meets like a uh, a corporate guy who uh, has all the money, who's, like, high up there, and then she, and then they hook up, and then he's like, oh, this is awesome, I'm gonna marry her. And then she gets married into this lifestyle by uh, seducing him, and then, like, all of a sudden, she's, like, in it, right? She's in that world of corporate, because she married the guy, she's doing all the corporate vacations and all this. And then you have the women who are, like, made the, something of themselves and went to school and studied really hard and then they get you know work to that corporate level and, and and then they like marry another guy who's in corporate and so they both yeah have the corporate thing going on but like she studied real hard to get there and the other girl got there just by well, dancing I think you're okay so in this in this fiction that you've created Mm -hmm. you've got a woman who is doing a job that she loves and found another partner in that same field or a woman who was also doing a job that she enjoyed who found a partner in a different field and I don't understand how you can conflate the two because I don't know if you've noticed but women keep get to keep working and things after they get married true that is true and also like you can have identity that isn't wrapped up in solely your husband's job but uh, that is true but you're you're also saying that they love we're, we're, that's just adding, you're just assuming that they love okay, these jobs. Okay, I'm sorry, so I'm assuming the fictional woman that you created to prove that people are allowed to bang their way into my industry? Yes. You fucker. <laughs> Honestly, no, no, I, I don't want to talk about the 
way that you have decided to assume the actresses that I work with. No, uh, no, no, we'll I think it's, no, 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 pause, because that's where this all started. I think it's incredibly offensive, and it's a weird throwaway comment to make with a woman on your podcast who you know has issues with this kind of stuff. But okay, I'm not, I'm not saying that like it happens all the time. I'm not saying the. But you said I did it. I did not say that you did. No, you just kind of banged your way in, huh? Oh, that was a joke. That yeah. part was a joke. Okay. All right, but I, but I was saying, but I was saying that at, to the point that there, it, it has happened before, and you. Yeah, get, no, I'm sure. I'm sure some women throw into a job. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. You, you know, you're right. I'm sure at some point in history, say, you know, Justinian's Empress Theodora, because you know uh-huh. what? I am fairly intelligent. Don't ask me to just have to talk about banging and bestiality. Uh-huh. Yeah, some woman probably fucked her way into a job at some point, but what I'm saying is that's not the women that I work with, and it's a harmful stereotype. Well, no, I'm not saying it's the women that you work with. You, you literally did, though. No, because like, I I'm not going to sit here and have you just you know, throw well, shit around about the professionals that I work well, with. Well, I don't know the women that you work with, exactly, so I can't so why say would you bring that about them. Exactly, so why would you bring it up? So, okay. It's the same thing what, as that. What you... No, 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 fuck it. It's the same thing on stage the other night. When uh-huh. you couldn't think of a goddamn thing to say about my sets, you just decided to hit on me. What did I say? Whoa, whoa, whoa! That's like that's that girl kind of girl that I want to date. Well, whereas my set had nothing to do with anything sexual. No. Had nothing to do with any dating. Had nothing to do with anything like that. It was no. actually a, a very emotional, emotional set for me. But the only thing you thought to say as I was leaving was, "That's that kind of girl I want to date," because you know what? You're you were so lazy as a host that you couldn't even like think about the material or anything. You just saw a chick walk up on stage and that was, uh, your decision was, oh, I don't have to actually pay attention to that set. I can just make a joke about her being a chick. No, there was, there was something you said about that. And I think it was something to do with, like, how you're, like, you're, oh, what was it? I wish I would have had it. Did you record it by any chance? <laughs> I don't, I, I didn't. Not that sad. No, because I, I heard something that you said and it was like, oh, yeah. That, but but yeah. the fact that I didn't end on that, the fact uh-huh. that, you know, it wasn't a natural transition or anything, that didn't bother you. Just you did that. Here's the thing. You saw you saw a chick on stage. Yeah. Which, you know, from the way that you speak about women, I kind of can feel the idea here. Uh-huh. But you saw a chick on stage do something that, you know, yeah, maybe not a great set. I'll admit it. I kind of hate chick that night. Oh, no, but, I'm not uh, gonna, I'd never say I, that. I, I would, though. Okay, it's well, that's honest, you, but I'm not going to criticize But instead of, you know... Engaging with the material, which you don't really do as a host anyway, but like no, instead of engaging with the material, you just decided to bring up, oh yeah, that one's got tits, so this is the this is the natural transition out of her set, and then for me to come on here and just try to discuss my actual profession with uh-huh. you, and for you to just be like, oh, so you banged your way in there, huh? I this is kind of disgusting, and I'm probably well, gonna leave. It, it is, but like. Yeah, it is a comedy based podcast, and yeah, maybe not. Yeah, maybe I mean maybe there are other jokes that you can make. Uh, with a woman in the room other than these. Uh-huh. Because, you know what, yeah, you can let all the other jokes in the room with women, too. You know that, right? But, like, why, why do you think I was making that joke? Because, uh, like, you said right now that I brought up that, oh, you have tits and whatnot. I never said no, anything no, about okay. tits, though. See? Like, that's assuming right there that no, I brought no. that up because of that. What I was saying is I have a, a an identifying feature that identifies me as female, and therefore you put less effort into these conversations. And I've noticed it over and over again. I noticed it on stage the other night, and I've noticed it within this conversation. And to be honest, I find it kind of insulting as a professional, and I'm probably just going to leave. You sure? Yep. Oh, wow. Peace. All right, well, I'm sorry that I did not mean to insult you. Yeah, I'm, uh, you didn't insult me. You just insulted women as a, as a, as a genre. I'm tired of it. and. Uh, but I've never done that to other comics, other female comics. I had never done that with any of them. He's low effort, and I'm done. Okay. Sorry, Kate. Please. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think you got it.
Well, I'm not going to end the podcast right there. I'll I still want to talk about what just happened. Uh, she had, look, I know what she's talking about, her set. She had a, a set, and she was talking about, um, she was talking about, like, the kind of, like, the, her kind of, the kind of thing that she, what was she talking about? Oh, fuck, I wish I could remember. But, like, she left off, and I was just like, yeah, that's the kind of girl I'd like to date, because she, she was cool, and she sounded awesome. Her bit made her sound, like, fucking cool. You just don't gotta explain yourself about yeah, that. Yeah, just trying to justify something. Yeah, you, well, you, she, she was in the wrong. She just. I'm not saying she's in the wrong. It's like, no, I, she took everything offensively when she shouldn't. Honestly, it is a p- comedy podcast. Uh-huh. And I know you. Lana knows you. People that know you, yeah. that's the type of person you are. You make jokes. I do. That's All the time. <laughs> and sometimes sometimes you can't be in a bad mood too. You say something like, fuck. <laughs> but I know it's a joke. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. She probably just took it the huh. way. What about you, Lana? You, you're here. You're the woman's point of view. Don't do anything. <laughs> <That's fine. laughs> well, I mean, no. Uh, well, I, I understand what she's saying. Like I was, we're like I was saying stuff. But like, I think you touched on something personal for her, and uh, you didn't back off when you should have. Um. But you're not the type of person to back off. Yeah, I'm not the type of person to back off because I want to like. I, like okay, I wanted to say like yes, it has happened before. Um, fucking Marilyn Monroe. What did she do? She banged her way into 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 high 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 what? Yeah, you're you're saying things like you know famously that people have gotten away with, mm-hmm. but she was seeing it as people she personally knows. So she was seeing it as a personal attack. Mm-hmm. So you didn't catch on to that. So that's why uh, you were just enraging her more. Hmm. Yeah, that's very well explained. Hmm. Well, that was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you don't do very well at deflaming the situation. <laughs> I'm not trying to deflame the situation. I'm trying to to like see where, uh, just like see where things go, and then let it kind of go from there and like I don't know how you doing John I'm very good I was, <laughs> that was I, interesting I was trying to go to sleep and I just heard people just going <laughs> I'm like damn and I looked at Lana I don't know Lana looked at me I was like what the fuck's going on here yeah and well I uh, yeah I that, something was gonna de-escalate at some point yeah me too I, th- I thought she was like oh. I thought she was gonna just stop tripping yeah like, alright this nigga just he's not talking to Cause you weren't talking about her, her, her niggas. I mean, her, her people. I'm sorry, guys. No, no, I wasn't. And like, okay, like I, I when confused. I made that I joke, confused. when I made that joke where I said like you banged your way in, pretty much. Uh, that was just an off the cuff kind of like random comment that you didn't mean. Yeah, I didn't mean that she literally banged him and like I'm in, but but like it's it's just like a a, a short, quick. Uh, Retort of, of what you of what a person's saying and it's the stereotype you're fucking with the stereotype yeah yeah <laughs> I was just trying to uh, you know what all right you know what let's let's do this all sides all things aside she left on a bad note we're I'm going to go ahead and talk about this because that personality will not do very well in comedy. Nobody's gonna want to work with her if she, if they have to be careful with what they say because she's gonna ex- get have a, a a huge attitude towards it. Um, 
and like it's just like it's not gonna work too well because a lot of the guys a lot of us we joke around we fuck around with each other and we make comics become become better friends that way we grow together as comics and and when when we have to have somebody and when somebody's around us that we can't like truly uh watch what we say this is gonna slowly slowly everybody's gonna burn their bridge with her and she's just gonna slowly start losing contact with everybody and and you ha you can't be too you can't you can't have that that quick to 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 get uh, uh, angry with what somebody says in comedy because people are gonna say shit all the time. Nothing is really off topic when it comes to the really jokes, and and it's just like it's not gonna be a good uh, scenario in the long run. I don't know. I don't know how it will do. Like heckling, right? Yeah, heckling's hard, and you know, I still don't even know how to handle it too well. I'll get better at it, but like, you can't take it personally, and and you know what? Hard topics are gonna come up while we're talking. I didn't even get to like we were talking. We, I wanted to bring up her, you know, what she thought about you know the whole uh, that one guy. Um, who banged all those uh, chicks so that they can get into uh, acting jobs, higher paid acting jobs? Um, and we didn't even get into that because I want to know. I want to know what her point of view of that was because I'm pretty sure it wouldn't match my point of view on it either. Because just by her getting upset about that, because <laughs> my point of view on the thing is okay. The guy had a clause where if he came on to you. Um, yeah, you can get you, like you somewhere. like you can get this. Well, I'm just trying to say what happened. You hear it on the Joe Rogan podcast. It's been on the Rogan podcast, yeah. Everywhere. It's been is, on is it the guy that got arrested and now he's free again or something? He was never really arrested because he they they never actually took him to court. Great Gatsby. Nobody, no, nobody. <laughs> <laughs> nobody actually. Um, nobody actually. I don't think anybody actually set him up for a crime. They just let it known in the Me in Too the movement. in the yeah in the Me Too movement in the acting world that he was having um, that he was telling female actors that they could not be in up that they would move up only if they did dirty shit with him. He's the guy who peed on a, he like jerked off on a bush, like on a like a, a bush and you know how fucking I those like like <laughs> you know how those fancy offices and whatnot they all have like random bushes and pots and whatnot. Well, the guy jerked off on the bush and. Is is gross, yeah. But like they knew not I'm not saying they knew what they were getting into, but like they he had like a fucking contract about it and saying like, Oh, you know, you're gonna get paid this much and 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 if he when he comes on to you and he does something, uh we have a separate clause where we'll pay you more because of that. He had a contract that was in his contract. You're fucking shit. No the problem of the the whole thing is the system was broken where someone like that was able to get away with shit like mm -hmm. that. That's the fucking problem. <coughs> He was so big in business that you couldn't really get around. Yeah, they, they're That's like, the know. fucking problem that everyone on the Me Too movement is getting at. And it's not just him. No, it's Other not places, just him. Same situ similar situations where you can't get around it. It's just fucked for women. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there's, there are other women in positions that take advantage of men, too. But more typically it's the other way around so what is this me too movement for people that are listening what? what the hell is me too you don't know. the me too movement is yeah, 
it's it's like okay, we can uh, officially you can kind of say like the Me Too movement started way back in the day when women no. were oh, hold on wait where women were like uh, it wasn't just about sex back then it was like equal rights right now <clears throat> once women got equal rights or that they, they still don't have equal rights completely right? or at least they feel like they don't with certain things um, but now it's like on to where like uh, like a sexual thing where like they were uh, harassed by like a boss um, they were raped by uh, I guess walking down the street by a drunk person or whatever that's I guess that's still technically the me too thing because like I'll, they'll say that they were sexually assaulted by a man Pretty much anything that has to do with women not wanting sexual advances. No, it's, it's thrown that's under. Not what it is. It's no, all that is thrown under the Me Too category. Okay, if you know the true reason behind the Me Too movement, I think you'll understand why that is in that category. Okay, then. Okay, so it? the true reason behind the Me Too movement is for other women to reach out to other women, saying, "Hey, this shit's happened to me. It's happened to you. It's happened to everyone. You're not dirty for it." It's not your fault. Yeah, but what 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 it's happened? Basically, women getting taken advantage of, women, pretty much, yeah, just getting taken advantage of for being a woman. Yeah, that's what I said. No, it's not. Yeah, I said I said, I said, it, I said it was anything, even examples. I said anything sexual falls under no. that. Ca- so it's not <laughs> sexual. It is sexual sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes it is sexual. Most of the time. Okay. Give me an example when it's not sexual. Let's say you're in a room. Uh-huh. You're going through your meeting. You're passed up uh, for promotion because uh, the other guy has more buddy buddy because they go to strip bars with the boss and you don't. I don't know if that falls under the Me Too category. Yeah, maybe not, but. Yeah, so that's not an example. For the most part, it is uh, sexually. It's mostly when reaching out to other women. Okay, okay, you keep saying for the most part. Yeah, I asked, like you, for, yeah, I asked you for a part that's not sexual. So where is the... Not the most part. It's sexual. What's, what's the not? Okay, so it's all sexual. Okay, so was I somewhat right? Was it you in the Well, I just... It happened way back, way back. And it didn't... It happened you telling me, you te- you t- you're telling me that there was no... Um, no rape, no yeah, tick grabbing back in the day. It just wasn't called Me Too yet. It just didn't have a name, but the actual thing See, that the Me Too was ha- what the about didn't happen until. No, I, I know that. I know that. But I was explaining where it actually started, like where this idea came from. From it, and it all happened from like a long time ago. The idea? Well, not the idea, but like the just the premise. Your cat is like by, by, back there by the freezer. <laughs> 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 Hey, don't cats like get rid of some bugs? I don't know. I've so, heard. So like, um, it was that was just a weird episode because like I, I had talked. She was the one that I talked to like last Friday where I stayed up really late because we we're outside talking, um, Plano, and we we're just talking and she was just like, yeah, I just need to talk and I was like, talk away. And she's just gonna you know talk about how, but I probably shouldn't talk about what she was saying. But like she was just venting, right? And I was just listening. And I was saying little things here about point of views. But, like, that was a serious time. There's no, there's no, it's not a time to joke around. And when I do comedy, it's a time to, yeah, joke around. And, and, and here, 
is also for joking around a little bit. So it's not like I'm I'm joking around inappropriate times. So it just changed so quickly, and uh, yeah. I don't know. Oh, I um, I am curious. She said something about like you hosting and yeah, yeah. something sexual, being lazy or something. What the fuck is that about? Well, she did a. She, I was hosting that night, that same night, uh, Friday at Plano. I was host. I think so. She was angry with you for how you uh, either had her after she exited, but you came up after her as a host. Mm-hmm. But then she still approached you afterwards to vent, and not about the thing that she was. That just happened. Yeah, she didn't tell me. I, like that's new to me. I like I didn't know she had an issue with that. Why didn't she tell me when it happened or be- after it happened? We were talking outside Plano, but she never said anything about how that was offensive. problematic or, or offensive to her. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, um, it was a lazy comment in a way, but I mean, I was paying attention to her set, and like this won't make sense unless you were there to hear her set. So that's why I like had no problem saying it to the people there. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's the kind of girl I like to date. Because <clears throat> she was saying some crazy, wild, fun shit that she was doing or that had happened to her. And, you know, I just made a quick comment. Like, <clears throat> not like, you know, I'd want, like, oh, she'd be a quick one-nighter or anything like that. And, like, dating is actually, I thought women like it when a guy says, oh, I'd love to date you. Because it's a compliment that they can stand being around you for a long the period of time. The it's personal. It's, it's extremely Define personal. What do you mean? Like, it's a personal opinion on a person. It's kind of like a sexual advance. It could be seen that way. It could be. If the definition of dating is only sex now. Yeah. No, no. It's What I'm saying is the fact that you made that comment would make sense. But her bit had nothing to do with sex. Even if you say dating. It's saying that you had some kind of interest in her, and that's enough to be like in or something. Did you say her specifically, or say that type of girl? No, I was saying I, was, I said her. Yeah. Oh. See, that's like she's the, made it no wait no. I said she's the kind of girl I'd like to date. She's the kind of girl, kind of. Yeah, if he says it like that, first thing that pops in my mind is, oh, her characteristic, the way she said everything. That's what comes in my mind. Yeah, that's what I said. When I that's that. the kind of girl I'd like to date. Yeah, maybe that's the guy's. Maybe the guy's thinking, you know. I mean, but then again, is it enough to to take straight up the ass and like have fucking nights where you I keep think thinking it was about a it? Comment off the bridge comment that she made to her. I think so too. Well, I mean, I don't know. But whatever, it is what it is. Yeah. Five minute rule. Five I mean, minute it's rule. the five. It's the five Second for five. You know what? Rule. Where's where my CBD? I'm a 545 five rule. I think that's how I forgot. Our coach was telling me. Oh my god, I'm so I'm glad. I'm breaking the shit out of it. I'm coach. so glad PJ wasn't here for that. Oh, though. Yeah, my homeboy PJ. He would have just gone off on her. Yes. yes. I wanted he would have been like, she said he would have been like, bitch, who the fuck are you? better chill the fuck out. Act walking around like your shit don't stink. You ain't nothing. Just another whole ass. I know PJ. I, I, he gets pissed I off at somebody. I feel like you're saying more too, because he's she's in your crew, and I have a. I, he's your hype man, right? I don't think he likes you. Look like he likes you a lot. He, I mean, I don't. I don't tell him to be a hype man. I mean, he's just that's his personality. Well, I, I feel like he'll try to defend you real bad. Probably. 
They're like, nigga, you in his house. Yeah. These, oh, my God. These shit would have gone off on. <laughs> and, like, we could have we could have brought it back down, and I would, you know, like, okay. Oh, my you, God. Does it de-escalate the situation? <coughs> no, you didn't. Well, I mean. You really didn't. Because she you kept didn't. saying, she didn't say, hey, let's just switch the topic. And she wanted to keep talking about it. And, and you could have taken that. You could have been like, okay, let's leave this alone and move on. I'm still learning as a host. still gonna put it out and uh it's my show uh she can't tell me i can't put it out just don't tag her right no it's just yeah. why are you making that face yeah why are you making that face does that mean like you like can't <laughs> why care. can you get like that's gonna cross can you go to jail it's gonna no, no, no. Uh, no, she agreed to, to come on so. can, okay can well I, then can i get the asterisk can i go to jail <laughs> She just doesn't think it's a pretty look on what happened, but I mean, yeah, I yeah, it's gonna it have to do well for her. It's, it's huh? not great for you either. Yeah, but um, if I put it out there and I watch it and I get other people's point of view, maybe I can learn something from that, or we'll see what I did wrong, and then also. I don't know, like, I've had other women on, and I've joked around, and we've joked around, and we had no problem with the jokes. Like, you know, Asia was on here, and, you know, she has all kinds of, you know, crazy jokes and whatnot, and, and, uh, <clears throat> where did I go with that? I guess they steered the conversation more. Yeah, I guess so. If something was off, they steered it away from it. That was, you know what? But I do like the fact that I'm kind of glad that that happened now. Instead of later. Instead of later, when we're like doing comedy stuff and and something happens on stage, on stage or something like that, and because I, you know, and and me thinking that like we're cool, we're friends. When I'm cool with somebody and friends with somebody, I would joke around with all kinds of shit. Yeah. And. Uh, <clears throat> So like and like even that little comment she said she never told me I never knew that that was a thing. I mean imagine if I would have just like kept going with weird jokes and like that at, at comedy places and then she does have a fucking thing right there and she starts yelling at me in front of everybody and I'm like I'm gonna have to choke a bitch now. Like <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. But like uh, yeah, uh, but that just it kind it's kind of like my uh, like my joke about when I meet girls, tell them that I have no problem having sex with while they're on the period. Because the ones that are cool that I want to be friends with are going to be the ones like, yeah, and the ones that are like prude and bitchy and that will take something up the ass and be like, like, eh, no, I don't want to talk to you. Like, okay, cool. Weed them out early. Weed them out early. Get out of here in the beginning of the first five minutes. Don't let me sit around here, waste my time talking to you for 45 minutes to an hour just to realize that you're a prude bitch later on. Because I said something after spending two, three hours with that person and joking around just to realize that they're, they weren't worth my time anyway. Just weed them out early. You said weed? Weed. Oh, weed them out. It turned off. You want some of this? Yeah. Thank you. And maybe oh, people okay. don't. Like, 
like to that I say is, you sound like a real asshole when you say yeah, that. Yeah. I know you mean that differently than how you're actually saying it. I know, but that's the part the that... weirdest that's coming. It's like, I know you're not doing it because like the sexual thing. I know it's because you're like you're making a dirty joke uh-huh. or you're being crude uh-huh. and you're being crude to be funny. Uh-huh. And you and like people are taking it seriously and taking it up the ass rather than be like, hey, I'm joking, I'm fucking with you. Mm-hmm. I'm getting I'm doing it for the jollies. Rather than some actual person's opinion on actual period sex. <laughs> Cause I know that grosses you out sometimes. Yeah, it does. It does go up there. Uh, like, isn't that called your red wing? It's kinda like okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Oh, that's what <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Don't, don't talk about that bit. I'm gonna t- I haven't told that on stage oh, yet. Okay. I don't wanna talk about it too much right now. But <laughs> like um has he told him this joke or something? It just happened. What do you mean it just happened? No, I said this has happened. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, you you put in this as a joke like that? Your experience? Yeah, yeah it's ha- it, was a, it was a joke. It was one of my first bits, and I'm trying to bring it back later on now that okay. I've been doing it for two years. And I think I you can make that shit funny as fuck. The little, oh, they make real wings? That's why they call them the red wings? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it is usually, it is usually called red wings on your hips. Because oh. when you're banging, it's usually on the hips. People don't necessarily get red wings on their face, and it happened to me. I've ate pussy out of burger. So, um, but like, yeah, um, as far as like those, uh, those jokes go, it's kind of like, okay, Tony Hinchcliffe, when he was here, he did a bit, and I think I showed it to you. Hinchcliffe. He's been here? Yeah, he comes here all the time. In here? No, not here. Oh, okay, I was like, I swear I've been here. Like, oh, my bad. Here in the DFW area. You scared me. I was like, he, he, right he did this bit on Facebook. No, it, it was put on Facebook where he makes a Helen Keller joke about abortion. Like, that's his opening. And, and he, when he did that. Something went off. The, yeah, the, this lady got really offended right from the start. And he, he, he told her from the get go. He's like, if that. It's like, if that offends you, you're not going to like any more of my show. You might as well just walk out now. I was like, get out of here. The first, like, if, if you can't stand the, my first, my, first <laughs> my, joke. my first, my come, yeah, my first joke of the night. And that is what the one is like, you might, you need to get out of here. Let me see if I can find it. Because it's funny as fuck. We can just tell them about it because that way you're yeah. I don't know how they feel about like you playing someone else's thing on the show. Well, it's hyenas, so I mean they put it on hyenas' open page, so I don't I don't think they'd have a problem with it. Hyenas, that was that hyenas? Yes, it was. That's a small ass room. Hyenas and Dallas, actually. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, okay, so how long does this shit go? Your comedian ran off on you. And she did run off on me. Peace. Where, oh, yeah, I was you know wondering what funny? the hell she was doing because I saw her like that. I'm like, what the fuck is she doing? Oh, she's the same yeah, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, what's funny is that I'm still gonna see her everywhere. I'm still gonna act like like me. <clears throat> I'm still gonna say hi to her. I mean, like, hey, what's up? And she's, she's gonna be like, yeah, awkward. Like, yeah, yeah, but I'm not gonna like ignore her. No. Uh, there you go. Alright, uh, how long have I been going? I don't know. 
Yeah, yeah I have a timer thing. I don't know what's going on with that page up it's, there. It's it's uh, over here. Where is it? Where's it going? What? Uh, Forty seven minutes. That's it. Forty seven minutes. Um. You're trying to make it go an hour. Hmm. Yeah. God, I'm cold. Yeah. Well, oh, it says right here. It says right here. Why? Why am I? Oh, because this isn't me. This isn't me logged in. This is somebody else logged in. That's why I'm not. Hmm. Well. That was a crazy podcast, Ruben. <laughs> Have you ever had any podcasts like this before? <laughs> no. This is your first crazy one like that? Mm-hmm. With a knee walked right up. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say this, guys. Don't smoke me. That's all I'm saying. I'm not gonna insinuate anything. You've already insinuated anything. Say anything. Adderall, you say Adderall. No, no, I would say Adderall if that's what was the case. But I'm saying don't smoke meth. Uh, and with that, with that, I will see you guys in a little, a couple hours for the live feed. And next, I have Sydney Carter Carson. Sydney Carson is coming on in a little bit. Uh, thanks for listening. And again, this episode was brought to you by Hempy's Emporium, the Hempy Smoke Shop. Smoke Shop. Um, get all your hemp-related equipment there, here in Arlington, off Collins, Pioneer, Cooper, Cooper. Where's my fucking mouse? There. Um, it's hard because sometimes it go and runs out over um, there, and I'm like, where the fuck um, is this? Also, thing? don't forget to follow the Anchor app, <laughs> and then also catch me on Instagram. Uh, what's the other thing? Instagram, Facebook, and that's it. Twitter, I have Twitter, but I don't ever use it. And, uh, see ya.